Eagles Entertainment. On Tuesday, January 4th, Eagles players spoke to the media. First up, defensive tackle Javon Hargrave. Hi, hi Javon. Uh, just wanted to ask you, uh, what, what do you think is the biggest re uh, difference in your defense, the Eagles defense, this time than it was against the Cowboys the first time around? I just think we um, we really uh, grew as a defense um, from earlier in the season. I think we really didn't know what uh, our identity was on defense and still trying to learn some of the plays and um, being able to play different techniques. So I think this time around, um, as the season progressed, we just um, been working and getting better at what we do. If I could just follow up, what is the defense's identity, would you say? Thanks. Man, we we got a little bit of everything. Um, one thing we just uh, we 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 pride ourselves to get into the ball and um, having everybody, um, all eleven players, wrapping up and trying to make a tackle on the ball. Go ahead, Martin, and then Josh. Hey, Javon. In the uh, two years that you've been with Josh Sweat, like where have you seen him grow the most as far as you know, getting after the passer and everything like that? I mean, I think uh, with Sweat, it's just, I mean, some of his moves, um, you just see it every day in practice, him working on maybe a spin move or his cross chop or uh, just his staff. Um, he, he he got, I mean, he got God-given gifts uh, with his speed and his size, so he just come to work and um, practice his moves every day, and I've just been seeing him get better um, over time with what to do in certain situations and um, how people plan them. Go ahead, Josh, and then Dave. Yeah, Javon, I guess I have uh, two questions. The first being, uh, you know, with um, Fletcher being, um, you know, in, in protocol right now, is, are there any extra precautions that uh, yourself or the other guys on the defensive lineman room are really on the team that you guys are doing right now? Um, I don't think there's really any extras. Um, we know we, we live by next man up, and um, everybody's just preparing like it's a normal weekend. You know, um, getting ready for the Cowboys. For sure, I appreciate it. And then, and then my other question is: um, the the team released a video yesterday of uh, Jalen Hurts breaking down um, the huddle uh, post game uh, after the win. Uh, as his teammate, I know he's on the other side of the ball. But how have you seen him progress as a leader? You know, in those moments, um, I think the Cowboys game was the first time he ever broke down the huddle pregame, and you know, now here we are where he's he's breaking the team down post game. I mean, Jalen, Jalen just, uh, like you say, he's just been growing um, since I've been here, starting with last year. But he just that type of guy, um, really got a real smooth demeanor. Um, never see really see him out of whack, even when things going bad. So he's just somebody that, you know, we can look, look to and uh, feel comfortable about when we in tough situations that uh, we're going to get things rolling. Go ahead, Dave, and then Zach. Hey, Javon, I'm going to take you back here a little bit. In your rookie season, I know you guys won a playoff run in Pittsburgh. Do you remember what that was like being a rookie going into the playoffs and, and how different it was in the regular season? I mean, it's, uh, it's been a while for me, actually. Um, but it's just I just know playoff football is a different type of speed. Um, you can't make too many. You can't make the same mistake. You really can't make any mistakes because it's just really a, a tight margin for error. Um, like I said, it's just the speed going to go up, and you just got to be – you can't start slow. You got to play consistently. Are those things you relay to your younger teammates that haven't been in the playoffs before? 
Oh, most definitely. Uh, I guess a different mode right now. Um, the regular season about to be over with, and if we're gonna do this thing, we just gotta um, come prepared and you know play a little faster. Go ahead, Zach. Hey, Javon. If given the option, would you rather play this weekend and try to maintain the momentum, or or get the rest and kind of rest your body for the playoffs? Man, I love to play football, so anytime I can try to get a sack. Uh, I'm going to go forward uh, or get TFLs or tackles. Um, so, of course, I, I I love to play. I love to play. We have time for one more, so go ahead, Bo. Hey, Giovanni, I'll ask you about the uh, the T-shirt uh, that you're wearing. What what does the uh, the program that the Eagles announced yesterday, what does it mean to you? I mean, it's big. Um, you know, uh, gun violence is big around around the world and definitely big in Philadelphia. So we just, we feel strongly about it. Um, you know, just being able uh, for kids just to go outside and play without even having to worry about um, shootings and things like that. Um, we just, you know, encouraged to stop the gun violence. Were you involved in the process at all? No, um, but it's something they uh, brought to our, uh, brought to all our attentions um, this week. So yeah, we we very involved in it right now. Thanks for the time, Javon. No problem. Next, offensive tackle Jordan Mailata. Hey, Jordan. Um, uh, take us through uh, sort of making the playoffs. What it means to you, and is there anything you can point to when you look back at that two and five start and 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 being able to finish it up and clinching? <clears throat> um. You know, obviously making the playoffs is a big deal and especially for me, you know, starting in my first year and, and playing with the, the guys on the line and, and the rest of my teammates, it's such a special feeling when you have bought into the system, the process that your head coach and your coaches are implementing. And so for us, when we look back at that two and five start, you know, we, we knew we were going to go somewhere. We knew the weapons we had on our team. Uh, we understood the process, but trusting in the process was that next step that we had to take. And once we started trusting in the process and listening to the coaches and, you know, going through the details and making sure that we weren't repeat offenders and making the same mistakes over and over again and holding each other accountable, you know, we, that's when the ball started rolling. And so, you know, everybody said we got off to a slow start, but we understood, you know, the, the weapons and the assets that we had in our team. So we were more than confident moving forward that we knew what we had. We just had to, to make it click. And, you know, towards the end of the season, the ball started rolling. Ed and then EJ. Hey, Jordan. Um, just want to ask you about this weekend's game. I mean, it's, doesn't seem like there's a whole lot at stake other than playoff seating, but what, you know, what does it mean to you, um, you know, this game against Dallas? Uh, I mean, every game's important, especially those Dallas games. Um, we have to take every week, like, like, a, you know, like we're playing for the, the Super Bowl. And so our preparation isn't changing. Our process isn't changing. I sure as hell my process isn't changing. I'm preparing like, like, you know, every week, every other week that I've been doing. So, you know, for us, it, it doesn't matter that we've clinched the playoff berth. We're going to go out there and play our best football. Go ahead, EJ, and then Mike. Hey, Jordan. Between, like, Landon, Jalen, Devontae, Stout, you're kind of, like, surrounded by Alabama people. <laughs> I'm wondering if there's any, like, commonality you notice between those guys, you know, if you can sort of sense that influence when you're around those guys. 
Oh, yeah, no doubt. I think the attention to detail, um, those guys just love ball. They love talking about ball. They love being around the ball. Anything to do with ball, they're, they're all for it, man, you know. So it, it's kind of nice being around those guys who are going to hold you accountable because all they want to talk about is, is how to get better, how to apply the right technique and just keep winning games, keeping the same detailed discipline. Have they rubbed off on you enough that you have a vested interest in the national championship game now? Ah, uh, no chance. <laughs> Go ahead, no Mike, chance. and then Jack. Hey, Jordan. Um, what do you like about combo, or I guess Stoutland calls it mate blocking with, with Landon um, so far this season? Um, I think just the pure strength that we both have when we're able to connect on the on the mate blocks. You know, it's evident that you know, we're really um, powerful individually. And so when you can get two guys who are equally powerful and, and strong to, to execute a, a mate block, you know, it's just it's so much fun when you get to move somebody against his will. And, you know, and you know that they don't like it. You can hear them mid-block. And so, yeah, it's really fun hitting those B blocks with, uh, with Landon. Thanks. Go ahead, Jeff and then Dave. Uh, Jordan, we saw, um, we've seen Jason uh, Kelsey uh, get emotional a few times with us, um, and then I guess they released the video of a couple weeks ago where he got emotional, talk about his uh, what he's overcome, and we know what you've overcome. Uh, so, are, are there is it like uh, you know, uh, is it like a cry fest sometimes uh, in the O line room ever? Like when you see someone else open up that way, does that make you more inclined to is yourself uh, to be you know open with your emotions? Yeah. Uh, somebody as strong as, as Kelsey and the leadership that he holds in that group and in the team, you know, for me, I've, I've always felt confident in myself to, you know, cry and, and be myself, uh, let my emotions, you know, run wild or not, not run wild, but you know what I mean, you know, let me let myself feel the emotions. And so when you see your captain and one of the strongest leaders in the room, you know, be able to share his emotion, you know, it, it, it does open the gate, you know, for people who may not feel comfortable to, you know, let their emotions out. So, you know, kudos to Jason for being a great leader. He's uh, taught me a lot, and especially in that aspect of being passionate for the game. It all comes from how bad you want it, and, you know, it's one thing I've learned from Kelsey. Go out there and play, give it your all, play with passion, play with heart, and, and you know, win or lose, can you look at yourself in the mirror and say you, you gave everything you got? Steven and Zach. Hey, Jordan, since you've been uh, playing and starting next to Landon for a while now, how much has your relationship with him grown? <laughs> uh, it's grown. It's blossomed. It's blossomed. I'll keep the uh, the plant analogies. Uh, it's blossomed, mate. Um, he's just, I think, you know, when you, when you play next to somebody new, um, you kind of have to figure out the level of, I guess, just being on the same level. And for us, I think it just came natural, just of the type of personalities that we have. And I love to get better every day and just being disciplined professionals. And so, you know, every week in and out, we would always, the communication was always there so we could elevate each other's game and make sure that we weren't off on off levels. So, you know, I, th I say kudos to, uh, to Landon as well because he put in a lot of hard work and was holding me accountable and, and so so was I. So, you know, I think it was just a great relationship that we had and we were able to carry it through the, the rest of the season. 
If I can follow yeah. up real quick. Uh, sorry, Ellie. Um, did, did you realize you worked so well with him before you started to play on the same side? Oh, yeah. Just just from his personality. I knew we were going to get along. Um, I mean, you all know Landon's personalities. I mean, I knew I knew straight away from that uh, overall stint he pulled in the preseason it was going to be a long year with him, so. All right, we have time for one more, and then we'll get Anthony Harris. So go ahead, Zach. Hey, Jordan, if I can follow up about Kelsey, what's your best Jason Kelsey story from over the years? Ah, <laughs> uh, man. I got to think about it. There's, there's, there's so many. There's so many uh, stories. Trying to think of a good one. Yeah, can't I can't think of one right now. Can't think of one. Nothing I can repeat. Cause it's, it's hilarious. He's a great guy, um, and a great teammate. And so you know, all those memories that we share in the locker room will will stay in the locker room. All right. Thanks for your time, Jordan. Thank you. Up next, linebacker T.J. Edwards. Yeah, well, I was. Sorry about that. Hey, T.J., how you doing? Good. Um, I just, oh, I'm good, thanks. Hey, so, you know, you're making all these tackles. I think you have 124 of them. Alex, I think, has 130. Do you guys talk about that and, you know, leading the team in tackles, any kind of friendly wager? Or do you go back and forth with that? And what would it mean for you to, you know, surpass him and be the, you know, the team's leader in tackles this season? Um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, we, you know, Alex and I, we always keep it pretty light. So we're, we're always joking with each other about it and, um, things like that. But the, the biggest thing that, you know, we care about is, um, you know, how the defense is playing and how the team's playing, you know, we just want to do our job to help the team win. And, um, I do notice that every time I'm making a tackle, Alex is right there too. So I think just being in the middle of the defense, we want to do a good job of, of getting to the ball on every snap and, um, you know, in, in turn that helps everyone else out and, lets them do their job a little bit easier. So we just want to, you know, do our job to the best of our ability. And, um, you know, he's been he's been joking with me about that since the start of the year. So I'm sure that'll that'll keep going. Go ahead, Zach, and then Mike. Hey, TJ, what memories do you have of the week when you guys were uh, two and five between the flight back from Vegas, uh, Nick's speech about planting roots, everything that went into that week? Yeah. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I think the the thing that Coach Sirianni's done so well is uh, keeping the messages, you know, the same. You know, there's no been, there's never been a panic, and there's never been, you know, even when we were um, down at our worst, there's never been a time where anyone's freaking out or, um, you know, obviously after the loss, there's a lot of disappointment and people are uh, frustrated with, you know, how we're playing and things like that. But, um, you know, our process has stayed the same throughout this entire time, whether we're we're winning or losing. So. Um, I think from that standpoint, it's been honestly really cool to see all of, all those things that we've been doing and focusing on uh, throughout each week. Those things kind of come into fruition, and um, now we're seeing success from all those things. So all the roots and all the all the talks and things that we've had in the past, um, you know, all those things that we double down on are, are really helping us right now. So it's it's awesome to see. Go ahead, Mike, and then Tim. Hey, TJ, how did you follow the uh, games on Sunday after the win? And how did you find out that you guys made the playoffs? Were you asleep by then? What, what was the situation Sunday night? And then what was your reaction when the game was moved? this game was moved to Saturday? Um, yeah, I mean, after the game, you know, you just got so much going through your, your head. And, um, you know, it's, it's hard to fall asleep. So I was up for that, uh, up for that game. And 
uh, watched you know three quarters of it. My my girlfriend's family's from uh, Green Bay, so they're they're big Pack fans and uh, things like that. But uh, I had I knew some of the scenarios and something like that that we needed some things to happen and um, kind of just waited to see what happened after that game to to see where we fell and uh, to finally you know to see that we we clinched a playoff berth is is big time. Something that one of our goals you know on the year is to get into the, get into the playoffs and and to have a chance. So. Um, to you know, obviously, just to all the everything that goes into that, from where we started to where we're at now, it feels great. But we know that this is you know just a start, and uh, we want to keep building on what we're doing. And um, in terms of the game on uh, Saturday, I mean, it kind of you know it is what it is. Um, got to bump our process up a week, so we kind of kick started things in the week a little earlier, uh, getting in in the game plan a little bit earlier, just to make sure we're prepared to go on Saturday. But like I said, man, the process doesn't change, so it was pretty easy to just kind of jump right back in. Go ahead, Tim, and then Dave. TJ, to follow up on Zach's question, you know, after that that two and five start and, and Nick's speech, uh, you know, he was he was under a lot of fire publicly. Um, I'm sure you guys heard heard some of that. What was what was the response in the team, kind of kind of to that public criticism of your head coach? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, coach has been very upfront with us just in terms of um, he's he doesn't really care, you know what. You know, people think about him in terms of that. He he wants us to be at our best, and he uh, wants us to understand what he's trying to say. And I think right away, as soon as he kind of gave his message, we knew um, what he was talking about. Is really just again just doubling down on what we were doing and making sure that we're not losing any faith in the details of what we're doing in the process of what, how we're doing it. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, people are going to want to say what they want to say about. Uh, what you're saying in the media and things like that. But um, the response he got from the team, I think, is what he really wanted. And, um, you know, ever since then, you know, guys have understood what he's saying and we've moved in the right direction. So, um, you know, I think it I think it went well. You know, you guys take it how you want to take it, but it went good. We'll go to Dave and then Josh. Hey, TJ. How has communication been with Jonathan Gannon this year in terms of the that player-coach relationship? And, and, and is there a back and forth? Yeah, I mean, you know, each week he comes in and um, he's got, you know, lists of, of things he wants to get done for the week in terms of game plan and scheme and um, how each room um, kind of fits into what we're doing that week. Um, I think the biggest thing that he does, again, is kind of from the start to the finish of the week, he's laying out uh, exactly, you know, why we're doing things and, and how we're doing them so that God, there's no question about um, what guys are supposed to do and how we're supposed to do it. But uh, just in terms of the relationship, he's he's open with anyone on the team. Um, you know, you see people just having conversations with him who, you know, aren't on defense. And um, I think when you have a guy like that who you can openly communicate with and tell him your thoughts about uh, kind of how you're feeling about the game plan or um, how you want to play certain things, it goes a long way because you you know exactly what he wants and uh, and in your head you can you can label it or kind of learn it exactly how you're supposed to and. Uh, I think that's been big, and really as a coaching staff as a whole, you, you sense that in terms of just that open line of communication of saying how you feel about something, but also knowing that, um, you know, what the coach wants to get done and needs to get done. So it's been it's been really good this year. Okay, we'll take one more for TJ. Go ahead, Josh. Hey, TJ. Watching the Monday night football game last night and seeing TJ Watt in, in the backfield so often uh, reminded me of, uh, you know, you training with him uh, in the offseason. I'm wondering – uh, what were your, any specific takeaways, I guess, uh, from your, your training this past offseason that prepared you for, for the amount of workload that you've stepped into and uh, just any correlation from, you know, training back then to, to now? Yeah, um, you know, our, our offseason training is, is it's a serious program, man. And 
um, you know, it's it's awesome to be able to go in them with that, go in there with them, and um, truly see how they work and what they're focusing on, what they're working on, and um, you know, every day it was you know me, TJ, uh, JJ, Zach Bond, just guys from around the area, and we're just trying to beat each other every day, get better, better every single day, and um, the workload that we put on our body and the way that we manage. Um, you know, how much we're doing and how often we're doing it, I think is, you know, what, how you see success throughout the year and able to sustain that. Um, but there's, you know, I give all the, all the props to my trainer back home, um, Brad at Next Level in Wisconsin, and he's done such a good job with us just making sure that, you know, we're ready. And, you know, TJ Watt is, he's a freak himself. So just seeing him out there uh, running around making plays, you know, is something that he's been doing for a long time. So I don't see that ever, ever stopping. Uh, at all, but I, I know I'll be back in the offseason with him trying to trying to catch him, so it'll be good. Appreciate it. One, uh, one last follow-up. When you guys are in the gym together, the the, the trainer, does he call you guys both TJ or you guys got separate nicknames for each other? <laughs> you know, I don't know. He, he's got some random nicknames for us. You never really know who he's talking to at times, but, um, you know, it's, I, I won't call – TJ, that'll call him his, his real name just because I'm TJ uh, in that weight room. So we got to keep it, make sure we got the standard going in there. For sure, appreciate it. Appreciate Thanks it. for the time, TJ. Yep, thank you. Up next, safety, Anthony Harris. Hey, Anthony. Um, I wanted to ask you, like, you know, back back when you guys were two and five and everything, a lot of, a lot of other guys have said, you know, they kept believing in it and everything like that. I was wondering, what, it, what it specifically is it about you know, Nick Sirianni that kind of kept you guys invested, kept you guys believing that things would turn around? I mean, I think it's just um, the way we approach each day um, with the level of detail um, that we discuss in the meetings on, um, you know, how to get better. Um, not just talking about it, but, you know, pointing out different ways, uh, whether it's through film, uh, videos about how we can actually do that. Um, and then once we start making those efforts and continue to focus on that, and we start to see the little gains, um, just continue to try to build on that momentum um, and believing that, you know, over time, uh, those small gains can add up and create big change. Go ahead, Rob, and then John. Anthony, just uh, wanted to ask you about the uh, Inspire Change Weekend and your team's involvement with the end uh, gun violence movement in Philadelphia, how that came about, and what kind of changes you're hoping to make. Yeah, um, ultimately just, you know, um, here in the organization between players um, and the organization just wanting to use our platform in a positive way, um, you know, taking advantage of, you know, a bunch of people getting together, um, having open dialogue about what's going on outside of football as well, uh, out here in our community, and then just trying to find ways to uh, make, make change or, or help impact that. Um, and one of the ways was, you know, taking a look at what's going on in the city with the gun violence um, and trying to figure out a way how we can be supportive and help other uh, organizations uh, or, or other parts of the community around the city that are already um, trying to make efforts and, and make impact. So really just trying to be supportive in there and help use our platform to echo a message that's very important about saving lives, uh, coming together, everyone, you know, doing what they can to help. Uh, make change. Uh, John and then Josh. Uh, hey, Ann. Uh, kind of, can you kind of take us through uh, Rod's interception against Washington? Looked like you you undercut the route. JG kind of mentioned that, and then just from a 
a larger perspective, the reunion with you and Rodney and, and ending up with a, a playoff berth and what that means to you? Yeah, um, you know, uh, particularly on that play, um, you know, they're, they're making a drive. We understand from a defensive standpoint, we can't let them in the end zone. Um, and ultimately, we're looking to, you know, take the ball away um, as fast as possible, whether that be, you know, hold them all four downs, keep them out of the end zone, or creating a turnover. So that particular play, um, they came over, got in a bunch. Uh, we communicated what we need to do from the back end standpoint. Um, I ended up on the tight end, just tried to read the stem. Uh, once I determined that he was going over, it was ultimately, you know, knowing that that was a, probably his primary read, just trying to undercut it uh, to make a play. Um, you know, he placed the ball very high and outside where, you know, I felt like it was going to sell. So I just tried to, you know, pit myself between the ball and the receiver um, and make it a tough throw. The ball sailed, and Rod did a good job of reading the quarterback, breaking on the throw, and then doing an excellent job of getting underneath the pass uh, for the interception. So once I seen him dive and I heard the crowd erupt, turned around, saw him doing his, his celebration with his arms in the air, I knew that it, he for sure caught it, um, and it was just a relief. So... Um, just looking at his journey, what he's been able to do on the field, uh, facing injury, coming back, battling this offseason, staying focused, um, and me just trying to be there the entire way to continue to encourage him, to continue to just push him, um, to see him have that moment um, and clinch the playoff spot was huge. Go ahead, Josh, and then Zach. Hey, Ann, I was, I was going to ask about Rodney's uh, interception, but I, I guess I'll just um, – could I follow up on the uh, N Philly uh, gun violence campaign? As someone who put it together, I guess what was the reception uh, earlier in the week as more of the team who um, you know wasn't on the leadership council uh, discovered about that, and uh, what was the reception of those players? Yeah, um, you know, just discussing it with the team, um, talking around the locker room with a lot of guys. Ultimately, you know, um, people just drawn into it. Uh, understand the importance of it. Also, just looking at it from a standpoint of, you know, every life is precious. Um, you know, ultimately, you know, somebody life being taken for whatever reason is not something you want to see happen. Um, a few guys talk about, you know, just upbringing in some of their areas and, and how it may not have been a nice environment or, or the community um, was a rough area, but have an opportunity now to use their platform to not only speak about um, something that's going on not solely in this city but around the country as well. Um, guys are really receptive of it. We'll take two more for Anthony. Go ahead, Zach, and then Bo. Anthony, uh, you spoke about how the team rebounded from two and five, but that week, what do you recall about the flight back from Vegas, about Nick's speech, you know, uh, about planning routes, basically what that week was like when you were two and five? Yeah, uh, it, it was just about, you know, continuing to work, um, continuing to believe, which, you know, I don't think anybody wavered. Um, you know, we take a look around the locker room, understand the talent that we have, um, understand some of the experience that we have at different positions, and then just continuing to believe in um, the coaching staff and, and coming together, staying together, and just going in with the attitude of, you know, from a player standpoint and coaching standpoint, we're all in it together. We're all going to come in, make our best efforts um, to, you know, find out what we need to do to win and then focus in on it and then just get to work. Go ahead, Bo. Anthony, I just wanted your reaction to Ron Rivera saying there should have been a penalty on that play. 
Um, didn't even really cross my mind, honestly. Um, for me, it was just, you know, reading the route, uh, committing to undercutting the route, uh, looking to make a play. Um, had the confidence and felt like I was in great position uh, where if he placed the ball where it was catchable for the receiver, um, I'd, I'd have the opportunity and uh, to, to either break it up or intercept it. Um, seeing the ball sell high, I didn't think anything that I did or the position that I had affected uh, his ability to catch the ball, um, and that was just kind of it. Um, but, you know, obviously if you're on the side, other side, you know, you hope that you can kind of have a play that might extend it, but um, that's kind of all I have to really say about that. Good answer. Thanks for the time, Anthony. Thank you all. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky. 